0: Welcome to episode one My name is Michael I'm Eric And this is episode one The show where we watch the first episode of a streaming Exclusive streaming show I still don't know how to put this We watched uh, Netflix original the first episode and talk about it
1: Yep, and we're not sticking to Netflix per se. We just happen to have only watched Netflix thus far.
0: So, this week, we watched the first episode of Magic for Humans. Yes. And now we're going to talk about it.
1: Yes, we are currently talking about Magic for Humans. How (laughs) long can we have this meta-conversation?
0: The show that we watched... This is a thing that we did. <laughs> so I want to be careful to not insult magicians because people do put like a lot of work into doing like impressive things that I watch and go meh.
1: I will make no such promises. Okay. I don't intend to go into this making fun of magicians. Right. In fact, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. My big issue isn't with the magic in the show. It's with the humans. Mm -hmm. But I respect your desire to be respectful. And we'll shit all over it wherever I feel appropriate. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, Well, the magic in this show, I don't think was particularly impressive.
1: So the, the premise of this show, Magic for Humans, is a magician, Justin Willman... Yeah, air quotes magician. He's a magician. He's like he's done this professionally. I okay. will call him a magician.
0: I will call him a baking competition host. Okay. <laughs> um <coughs> So
1: it starts with some like forced bit about how he's done magic all of these years and he's never really learned to be human. I guess I don't like I don't remember what the whole the whole reason for the show was that's that like the whole bit is that he doesn't know how to interact with people. So he uses magic to interact with people. Is it? I guess. I mean, I think you're reacting to like he's using magic to interact with people and I'm reacting to, I'm not sure these were people.
0: I... it was What did weird. you think the show was about? It was, um, he did try to make some point about like everybody being human or like relating to humans or something like that. Like he's trying to do something, and I'm not sure it landed for me.
1: Yeah, he he frames the whole thing, and I don't. I assume he does the same thing for every other episode. But he frames the whole thing under this uh, theme of <laughs> self control, um, and.
0: I think each episode has like a different theme. That's
1: the, I guess that's what I mean. I I didn't mean that every episode be at self control. Like this one, I think was about self control. And I can see how one of the magic tricks had to do with self control.
0: Talk about that one, but go on.
1: But I guess I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. It it was oddly like it, the show is just him doing magic tricks, quote unquote, with real people and no camera tricks. Right. I would love to see. This this has got to have some sort of contract where, like, in with me watching it, I agree that no camera tricks means, like, plenty of camera tricks, though. Because, like, that last magic trick, it was definitely, like, camera tricks. And, like...
0: Which was the last one?
1: That was where he was doing goat yoga.
0: Oh, And, yes, right. I did say
1: goat yoga. Yeah. And he put, like, held his hand down or something and managed to basically float off the mat, but only by using one hand on the ground, which... And it's not even in the way that you think, where he's like keeping it in the center of gravity. He is like holding it outstretched. And he manages to float in the air while a goat stands on his back.
0: Would you count a camera trick as uh, just putting the camera at a weird angle? Mm.
1: I would. Um, I would also count a camera trick as. I don't, I don't even think this was at a weird angle. I think this was him doing a trick. That was probably impressive, and him putting those reactions into said trick, but then they did some camera trickiness with what he was actually doing, because I don't believe that he was actually doing that. There was, I cannot figure out
0: in what way that happened. So, the, um, so either his magic trick was very good, or
1: his camera tricks were.
0: Or the whimsy of magic has been lost on you.
1: It has 100%.
0: Um. So I, I heard about this show. There was a promo that I didn't watch, but I saw it like on Facebook on my like, news feed. Mm. Um, that I didn't click to view sound, but it was him making somebody think that they're invisible. Cool. Uh, so it was from what I could gather. He had two seats and he made one person disappear and the other person from the audience, he put like a blanket over him just like that and then pulled the blanket off of him and he can still see the guy, but he thought he was invisible because the other guy was invisible. So the guy's like going, oh, but you can just see everything he's doing. Uh huh. That's how I learned about the show. Okay. I, didn't, I still have not seen this clip.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's 10 episodes, I think. Yeah. 10 episodes of the show, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. You don't Um, don't front load all the good stuff.
0: Right. So. Clearly. (laughs) This was staged, right? These people were not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it opens with a, a young person walking down the street, looking at their telephone, mm-hmm. and they come across Chris Angel uh, holding some Justin Wilman, anyway, yes. Looking, uh, holding a bunch of balloons, and they mm-hmm. like, look over like, oh my, I didn't see you there. Yep,
1: and he's not just holding, like, a bushel of balloons. This is more balloons than any one person that's not selling balloons has any right to hold. Continue.
0: <laughs> and then he does magic tricks at them. Not, not just
1: magic tricks at them. So, number one, already, like, I had started to write down as this woman was walking up to him, I said, if I if I was walking in a park, because it seemed like it was in a park, it was in a grassy area, mm-hmm. and I walk, came up across a man who was just standing in the middle of this path, again, carrying more balloons than any one person has any right to, to hold, I would turn and walk the other way. I probably wouldn't start running, but I would turn and walk the other way. Mm-hmm. However, then he says, have you seen the movie It? That's where I would start, run, start running. Like, this isn't the, the fact that anybody continued walking towards him and said, well, I'll bite. What's your deal, mister? Like, is is absolutely bothering to me. There's no way that these... Most of the people in the show weren't actors in some capacity. Like, they were told ahead of time, like, you're going to pretend like you're walking... They may have been standards by, they may not have been, like, paid to act necessarily, but they definitely were told they were going to be walking into a magic tray.
0: Right, and then he says, you almost didn't see me because you were texting. Yep. And then goes on this uh thing about how you're stupider if your phone's even in the same room with you. Mm-hmm. Is that true? I can't imagine this. I think it it's got to be one of those um uh what is it where I can't think of how it's put where just because two things occur, correlation does not
1: equal causation.
0: That's that's what I'm saying. On. So only yeah. dumb
1: dumb people have their phones out. I don't know. It's not that having the phone out makes you dumb, or it's just that dumb people have their phones out. Maybe. Is that what you're saying? It's one or the other. Either the phone makes you dumb, or you're dumb for having the phone out.
0: <laughs> I, I think you're simplifying it. <laughs> but yes. Okay. Yes, that
1: is what I believe. If
0: you look at your phone. You're an idiot.
1: Okay. So he goes and starts talking to these idiots
0: <laughs>
1: who have their phone out, and then he's, he's giving this bit. And then he proceeds to ask them questions to prove that while they have their phone out, they're an idiot. First with their phone facing up, and it's clearly a difficult question. I don't remember what it was. Then he has them flip their phone face down and ask them another difficult question. They still don't understand what it is. And then his response is to take their phone and again, that's where it completely lost me. Mm-hmm. These were definitely actors, or at least told, like, this is a magic trick. And he ties it up in the bushel balloons, and then it flies, flows away. Flies away.
0: Yeah. Just like. Magic done. Just like uh, things float in it.
1: Yep, just like that.
0: Yep. Um,
1: and then he rips their arm off.
0: And uh, they fall into the sewer drain. But then he has. The phone duct taped to their back, his back. His back, yeah. yeah.
1: Which is the grossest back I can imagine <laughs>
0: right. my
1: phone being attached to yeah. it.
0: And he's like, play with your phone while it's on my back. Yeah. Touch it.
1: Touch it. Touch your phone. <laughs>
0: Touch
1: it. Touch it. Do you think he was he was getting off a little on that?
0: Like... <laughs> he kept telling them that he backed their phone <laughs> into the, the cloud. cloud.
1: You really liked that joke, didn't you?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. And then I wrote down, oh, now I'm using magic to master being human. I wrote that down. It's yeah. halfway down. So there we go. So I think the show
1: started with this magic trick. Yeah. And then it had the framing device of, I'm trying to,
0: what was it again? Uh, now, now I'm using magic to master being human. Ah, uh. The
1: bit being that he's master being a magician, but now he's got to master being a human.
0: Yes. Um, I then wrote down a line he said, which was, "Everything's like crack to me." Candy Crush, Instagram, crack. Yep. Did you write that down?
1: No. What What I wrote after that was uh, murder, because that's like what I fully expected.
0: Um. Well, I wrote. On this page, I don't like this guy. (laughs) Really? Yeah.
1: I actually, like, this show notwithstanding, I generally, like, I recognize him from Cupcake Wars, which I never really watched. But, like, I swear he's on some uh, YouTube channel or something like that that I've seen before or whatever. And I find him to be perfectly personable when he's not pretending to be somebody who doesn't know how to interact with people. Right. Because he's definitely pretending to be somebody, like... I think that's, like, condition one of being a magician is that you have to know how to interact with people. That's, like, the whole bit is you're really good at interacting and distracting Mm -hmm. while you do your bullshit magic trick.
0: Right. Like a loser.
1: Yeah. Like a loser. (laughs) Um,
0: So then he goes on to do the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment. Yep. So you studied psychology. Yes. Have you heard of this experiment?
1: No, because it's not a thing.
0: It's not a thing? I, I, it, it
1: might be. It sounds like the sort of thing Stanford would do. That the,
0: the, 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 the prison
1: They experiment. did the prison experiment, and that's what is more well known. Honestly, I'd never heard of the marshmallow experiment. It strikes me as something that somebody would have done, somebody that likes torturing kids.
0: Right. With
1: the delicious, delicious treat. <coughs> a, <coughs> a marshmallow. big marshmallow. I mean, th- so honestly, that more than anything probably confirms for me that this was actually done, because it seems like something that was done in the 40s. <laughs> you want a marshmallow?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I couldn't, like, I have to imagine the kids these days, like, you set a marshmallow on a plate in front of them. They're like, oh, Okay. I mean, Do you maybe. got like. A Do you a got dream? any crack? Like, yeah. Because
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. kids these days, they're doing crack.
0: No, no, but like a marshmallow doesn't seem like a particularly.
1: These were young kids.
0: <laughs> I think anything. they got to get that marshmallow.
1: I think anything sweet is like you keep it in front of a kid. Like, so the experiment being that you set a marshmallow on a plate in front of a kid and tell them, I'll be back in 10 minutes. If you don't eat that marshmallow, I will bring you a second one and you can have both. So it's about delayed gratification. Mm hmm. And then he does magic at these kids.
0: Yep,
1: (laughs) and one of the children cries. I don't believe that for a second. That kid was trying his best to act
0: like he was crying. He cried. Nah, he didn't cry. Uh, He was a plant. He makes a marshmallow disappear.
1: Without being in the room, like that—that was—I don't know if that was like a legit trick or not worth again that was just them like filming the reaction to a trick that they actually got shown. Mm-hmm. But he tells them they have a cup they can place over the marshmallow mm-hmm. to not have to look at it. That might help their their ability to delay gratification, but then yep. they put the cup on the marshmallow and poof, marshmallow gone.
0: Yeah, or they put the cup on the marshmallow and it turns into like 20 20- mini marshmallows he didn't do
1: that at first that was the second half where he then enters the room with these kids which if he's not if he's if this is if he's as socially awkward and not human as he says he is i don't know who these parents are that let them like just chill in a room with their kid hollywood
0: parents cool fair point uh he moves the plate yeah with with his mind yep uh he spits up marshmallows yep and that he does magic for Susans. Yep.
1: Yep. I want to go back to something really quick about the Martian a little bit, though. Yeah. Because I want to call this now, like, the, the whole premise of that experiment was that a kid that can delay gratification is going to be very successful. Because if at a young age you're able to do that, you're definitely going to be able to do that sort of thing as you grow up. And there was a little girl in that show um, that I think was the only one that, like... Really tried to delay gratification while she was sitting in the room with him, because that was the other thing. The second half of it was he was going to use social pressure to try and urge these kids to eat the marshmallow, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but she was having none of it, mm-hmm. and she's going to be successful. But that being said, she sounded like she was a forty-year-old smoker. Am I wrong in that? Do you remember this little girl? I can picture her. I can't like she. She had the deepest voice of any like six-year-old girl I've. To talk to, which is a ton, apparently.
0: Oh, okay. Well, let's listen to her right now. Okay. Whoa, that was really deep. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry.
1: I Were you going to plant a clip in there? Yeah, I'm going to plant a
0: clip in there. Are
1: you actually going to do that or did I'm we gonna, just leave, like, empty space? I'm going to try my best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can already see it. You're going to plant your voice in there saying, sorry, guys, I didn't know, I couldn't figure out how to plant a Netflix clip in here. And also, I didn't know if there was a copyright issue with that. So, this is just what it sounded like. Hey, I'm a six-year-old little girl. And then you're just going to plant that clip in there.
0: No, uh, if worse comes to worse, I'll just put the microphone up to my TV. Okay. Then i got to figure out how to edit it back in. Yeah, I mean... This is a nightmare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this sounds like a lot of work.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be So like... just
1: imagine or or you know what? Go watch the show, man.
0: Right. So I don't have to do those four clicks, it's gonna take <laughs> it's gotta be at least five. Yeah, probably.
1: Anyway, yeah, Magic for Susans. That was my favorite bit of the whole thing.
0: Which magic for Susans did you like? So he...
1: of the second one where he committed to the bit. Continue.
0: Um, so the first one was he throws a ring in a can. Yeah. And then the second one was, I just wrote down card. Can you remind me what it was?
1: Yeah, he, uh, has a woman pick a card and then he, sorry, not a woman. He has Susan, Mm -hmm. uh, a Susan pick a card. Yeah. Um, and then he tears off the corner of said card. Mm -hmm. And then I don't remember what he did after that. But it was in her purse. Well, yeah, I remember it ended up in the purse, but I don't remember what the vamp was as far as, like, oh, where the card went after that. What the prestige was. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I don't remember what he did. But yes, the corner was, like, buried in her purse somehow.
0: Hmm. Then he did uh, high school where they threw the darts at the cork board. Yep. Uh, so it was... This is going to tell you what you're going to do and he had maybe 20 things written on like policeman, cult leader, crackhead, all these things and the kid would throw the dart at the corkboard, then he'd go and he turn the corkboard around and it'd reveal on the back of it it'd be written you will be a cult leader. Yep, just like the dart hit. And then the kids would be like, "Whoa!" Cuz
1: he was standing nowhere near the dartboard at the t- or at the board at the time that this probably was written.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, when we go back through the tricks and try to figure out how they were done, I've got theories on this. Okay. All right. Um, then he pulls the shit out of a backpack. So, basically. Yes. The never ending backpack. Yeah. Basically, it's just like, name a thing. <coughs> name something you can't live without. And then they're like, I can't live without coffee. And he's like, I'm pulling a coffee maker out of this backpack.
1: So this is the point. Um, and actually, that's probably not true. Unless you've written down the order, in which case, then it was definitely later that it happened. But this is I think this was the point where I started to question whether or not he was talking to humans because the first thing that he does is ask this couple like what what could you not live without?" And a person, and I'm using quotations around that, a person says, "Fun." And it was at that moment that guy's either not a human, and he doesn't know what a thing is or, and this ended up being a little prescient. He thought that the guy was like trying to sell him drugs.
0: Mm. And so then he pulls the
1: bong out of the, the the backpack and everybody laughs and I go, This guy's a fucking magician.
0: <laughs> well, he, he pulls, read he blew he mind freaked me, man. He pulls a human being out of the yeah, backpack. Yep. When the guy says, My wife and he pulls Not at all like Borat, yes. Uh, and then he pulls his own wife. Out of the backpack because mm-hmm. like oh my wife okay mm-hmm. I'll pull my wife out of there mm-hmm. which I don't like just go all the way and pull that guy's wife out of the backpack
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like that's the one trick where you really half-assed it you're right <laughs> yeah. you're right he he pulled he pulled out a a hot co- pot of coffee when somebody said they can't look, like a coffee maker and the coffee was hot mm-hmm. uh, presumably. Um, he pulled out a baseball bat. Uh-huh. At, like, out of a backpack that was way too small for a baseball bat. Like, all this stuff was way too big to actually have fit in this backpack. Yeah. So he's clearly doing magic.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, then he does uh, the Froyo trick. Yep. Where everybody has to declare how much they love Froyo, which is a lot. He's like... I love Froyo,
1: dude. This is the bit that convinced... So if that bit... So if this happened in the order you said it, this is where I'd started to write, I'm not sure these people are human, because they said, fun. And then this bit was where I said, yep, these are definitely not people. Mm -hmm. Because the magic trick that he does is he... The whole like framing bit was, I'm going to try and do magic without talking to people. And so he's holding up cue cards that say, do you want to see magic? Do you like Froyo?
0: Oh I love Froyo, dude. Oh
1: uh, and then he pulls out a, a cup of Froyo which like wasn't even the magic trick. He was clearly hiding it behind the cards the whole time anyway. And then he holds up a list of Well, you can't have Froyo without toppings, and there's a whole list of like thirty different toppings. And then they pick the topping. Uh-huh. And then he does the grossest thing. Yeah, he does magic at them. He does magic with his mouth. At them. <laughs> at them which sounds illegal. And probably should be, given how gross this was. He then proceeds to, somebody says sprinkles, and he opens his mouth, and sprinkles fall onto the yogurt. Says hot fudge, like some other couple says hot fudge, and he squirts out hot fudge from his mouth. It was all super gross. Yeah. The part that convinced me that these were not human beings was one of these people started eating the froyo.
0: Yeah, that's the guy who was like, I love froyo, dude.
1: No, what he said was, there's a part of me that says gross, that came out of his mouth. But then there's another part of me that's saying, I love Froyo. Dude. And I don't know <laughs> how that part was louder than the part that said gross that came out of his mouth. What the hell? Those are straight, like,
0: ugh. Uh. You remember a very goofy movie with Goofy's son, who is basically uh, uh, um, a magician? <laughs> no, the guy from Biodome. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. He's basically Polly Shore, and he was goofy. So
1: I never saw that movie. But you know, I'm aware
0: that it exists. Yes. Yeah. Uh The guy who loved Froyo so much reminded me of him. So he reminded,
1: you of, yeah, he reminded you of a
0: dog. Yeah. That reminded
1: you of Polly Shore. Shore.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I
1: can see that. Dude,
0: I love Froyo. Did, did he say "dude"? <laughs> dude. Or did he just
1: look like the sort of guy that would say "dude"?
0: <laughs> he was. He was like, oh, man. Dude. What the fuck? No,
1: what the fuck? I'm serious. How is the how is the part of him that says... That came out of a, like, a completely rando's mouth, not louder than the part of him that's like, ah, Froyo, though. Because it's so expensive, I couldn't... like, Even if I thought, like, yeah, I do want Froyo right now, I'm going to throw this cup in the trash. But I'll just go buy Froyo, then.
0: I mean, if you step back from the situation and look at it from the outside, you know that he's not really spitting this out of his body onto the froyo. It's probably, like, okay to eat, it, right?
1: Oh, so we're assuming that this is a camera trick. I, because he's very clearly spitting it out of his mouth. Even if it was in a receptacle in a bag or something in his mouth, yeah, it's still been in his mouth because and now, think about this for a second. Uh-huh. those are warm sprinkles now, those are warm sprinkles, they came out of his mouth,
0: okay, fair enough
1: if if we're talking, this isn't camera tricks, which I'm still not prepared to say,
0: yeah, um, I have an idea for a quick segment, just based on this, okay, and it's uh
1: podcasting for Susan's
0: no <laughs> it's who's a better close-up magician mm-hmm. uh, Chris Angel from this show mm-hmm. or me so I'm going to do close-up magic okay. and then you tell the audience who's better okay all right I'm going to narrate the, the close-up magic that you're doing no that that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was the trick that my dad used to do yeah which was better, that or <laughs> one? Justin Tillman was a was a magic uh, J- Willman. Willman. Um,
1: so are we now asking if that trick was better than the tricks that yeah. Justin woman does? You're the greatest magician alive, Michael.
0: <laughs> I worked really hard. I've spent years studying like sleight of hand.
1: Okay. Why? Why Just make have, it look easy? Why have I? I mean, you're right. It did look like you put exactly zero effort into that. Yeah.
0: Exactly zero. That's part of the skill. It's it's the stuff that's like behind the scenes that's more interesting than mm-hmm. the stuff that. Yeah. Are
1: we getting like into see. like shop talk a little bit for with like magicians? Okay. Yeah. Be, be very careful what you say here. I know that there's a magician guild and they don't want their secrets revealed. Right. So like. I I have my guesses as to how you did that trick just now where your leg disappeared. hmm Um, but I just don't run the magic board for me,
0: Okay. I don't think that this guy could fool Penn and Teller.
1: <laughs> That's a fair question. I'm gonna pretend like you pose that as a question.
0: Yeah. Do you think this guy could fool Penn and Teller? Yes yes how
1: not with any of these tricks but i think he's a professional magician i think he's probably got tricks that they don't know how to do
0: but but they couldn't figure out because these tricks were like you can go buy these in the magic yeah Yeah,
1: i know like he's not breaking up the good stuff for like the the susans of the world like (laughs) he's doing the tear the corner off the card trick for the susan of the world and what was the other trick that he did
0: uh, he had a pop, he, she gave him, wedding, right. he had a pop can and he just went, and
1: put it, like, he, he went. put, he tapped it on the bottom yeah. and somehow it went through into the can.
0: Yep. And then uh, the camera cut away right before Susan was like, oh, and like figured out how to get bring up. Yeah, very clearly. She's <laughs> like, oh,
1: wait, that would, that would be a funny episode is if every, after every trick they're like, oh wait, I know. And then it just cuts through the next trick. Yep. We wrote episode two. Hit us up, Justin. Well, when we know how to make your show better.
0: <laughs> um, do we want to go through and figure out how you did each of these? Yeah. Okay. Number one.
1: Yep. So the balloon trick. The balloon trick.
0: Yep. What do you think?
1: Um. It was real magic, and
0: he's the It Monster. Are you going to take this seriously or is just going to say everything is real magic?
1: Um, it, I didn't realize <laughs> that wasn't an option. Okay. This segment's now
0: called Was This Real Magic or Not? Okay. All right. I don't, so. I'll, so I think I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes or so just trying to talk you out of thinking that everything was real magic. Okay. So I guess here's
1: here's what I believe about most of these tricks. Like, the, the marshmallow stuff, like, I've got... Real magic. Pretty good ideas. No. Like, oh, okay. It's either camera tricks, and, like, we're not actually seeing what's happening, and the reactions are more or less staged, or at least spliced in from a different trick, or some of those of things, or it's real magic. And I prefer to live in a world of wonder and excitement. Instead of believing that Justin Woman is uh, a
0: hack. proved me wrong. Okay. Well, number one, he ends up with the phone taped to his back. Yep. And then he's like, touch the phone. And they touch it, and he's like, okay, you can take it out of there. <laughs> it looks, at first, like it's really in there, right? Mm-hmm. But they just sort of like pull the panel aside and like pull the phone out. Yeah, and it's like a it's like a flap. So, so like yeah, could have easily used. So you say real magic, I say sleight of hand.
1: So I'm not sure that's any better than me saying real magic because it doesn't explain anything.
0: No, other my than explanation c- is sleight of hand. No, but like,
1: but the the point still stands. Like I was watching for sleight of hand, mm-hmm. and. I don't get, like, that's why a show like this is bullshit. Like, David Blaine's special when I was younger was fucking amazing, until you watch it as an adult. You're like, oh, yeah, like, they just cut away the parts where he's doing sleight of
0: hand. So that it looks like real magic. What about David Copperfield making the Statue of Liberty? He
1: made that statue, the the Statue of Liberty that is there now is not the real Statue of Liberty. Hashtag free the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) From from David Copperfield's dungeon.
0: (laughs) Conspiracy conspiracy theory. (laughs) Where is the real Statue of Liberty? He gave it back to France. Hashtag Fake Statue of Liberty on Twitter. Don't add us. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. So that's
1: how the the balloon trick was done. It was either sleight of hand or real magic.
0: Yep. Okay, so let's go on to the second one.
1: Yep. What was the second one?
0: Second one is magic for Susan's ring in a can.
1: Okay, you go first.
0: Sleight of hand.
1: I'll go second. Real magic. <laughs>
0: okay. It's like a fake can. Like I said, I said earlier. Yeah. She like it, it cuts away right before like she's he's walking away and she's like at the can, like, oh my goodness, and then it cuts away right before she's like, Oh, I see. And then like
1: <laughs> every one of these tricks, if they weren't like if they weren't tricks, like if he somehow did manage to make that that appear in a real soda can, or he somehow did manage to make that phone like get taped to his back mm-hmm. or if he did somehow manage to spit out sprinkles magically every one of those the people's reaction to that's what's happening if they believe this is real magic is not realistic because every one of those is kind of gross like I don't want your back on my phone like even if you make that uh, my ring appear in a soda can I'm going to be a little pissed because now it's all sticky and covered with fucking pop syrup mm-hmm. I, we've already talked about how gross the, the sprinkle trick was Uh, At one point in time during the marshmallow trick, he starts pulling fake marshmallows out of his uh, mouth, which that definitely is hand. That one I did see him do, like where he's pulling all the marshmallows out of his mouth.
0: No, that's real magic. Okay. Um,
1: That's like, I guess in fairness, though, that's also pretty gross because like he's pulling these out of his mouth. And then he eats one and passes one off to a little girl to eat as well. And I'm pretty sure she does, too. So, if this is real magic, it's all fucking gross. If it's sleight of hand, you're a good sleight of hand magician.
0: You don't think that if it's real magic, that there's some sort of gross buffer on the magic? Where does the magic end, man? Right. You're I'm, the saying, I'm saying
1: that the, like the magic ends... The magic trick isn't, your phone is now magically attached to my back. And also, it's not gross because there's a buffer between your phone and my back.
0: Well, it's not like magic. a physical buffer. It's like a magic buffer.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, like It's just not gross. Okay.
0: The, the magic is it's not gross.
1: So the real magic all along was that none of these tricks were gross. <laughs> yeah. He might be the greatest magician we've ever known. What about the grossness of David Copperfield making the Statue of Liberty disappear and then hiding it in his dungeon? <laughs>
0: We need the truth. We
1: need answers. David Copperfield. <laughs> David Copperfield. At me.
0: <laughs>
1: don't, at, <laughs> don't at me. I want to know. Where did you hide the real Statue of Liberty? That's the only reason I can think of that he could, or only way he can make that disappear is by having a fake Statue of Liberty
0: out there. I know that we're making, like, a uh, funny joke.
1: Uh, funny is arguable.
0: I think this is hilarious. Okay, but I'm just gonna Google David Copperfield Statue of Liberty conspiracy. Okay. David Copperfield Statue of Liberty conspiracy. FBI raids David Copperfield's <laughs> warehouse. Are you serious? <laughs> October twentieth, two thousand seven. <laughs> this was 11 years ago, so maybe we did get it back. Uh, wait, hold on. The FBI raided a warehouse in Las Vegas owned by renowned magician David Copperfield. Agents reportedly seized computer equipment and $2 million in cash in the raid. The International Museum of... a large of copper statue... No, I don't think they found the statue, but But what were they looking for? That's what they were looking for. (laughs) Dude. I think we...
1: we, feels like a... Like a supervillain. We need to send this episode to somebody in like a dropbox so that if we go missing... (laughs) Like if we vanish? Like if we vanish into thin air and are put into David Copperfield's dungeon (laughs) alongside the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty is big, guys. There's not going to be a lot of room.
0: That was uh, the can with the ring in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we're still doing this. Continue. Yeah. I thought we had uncovered the greatest magic conspiracy known to man, but now we're going to go back to these private tricks. Continue. Yeah.
0: We got to like keep on keeping on. We can't let them know that mm-hmm. we're on to uh-huh. High school free will. Yep. So they throw the dart at the corkboard. board. Yep. He goes and he turns the corkboard around. Yep. He, there's a button. There's different buttons on the back. Right? It's not
1: a real corkboard, or it's not a real chalkboard. I know he wipes yeah. it off at the end, but that to me is like very deliberate.
0: Yeah. He, <laughs> so depending on where he grabs the thing, it opens the panel for that one.
1: Oh no, I'm not even thinking that. Did you like all the letters, like how they were spelled, were really crudely spelled. Mm-hmm. I think he's got some sort of app in his phone because I know that there are
0: tricks out there like this where you can like. So it was just, like, a big chalkboard and you can just, like, punch it in? Well,
1: like, the writing for the words, like, cult was one of them or whatever, it was really, like, it kind of looked like somebody that was writing without looking at what they were writing. Mm. So I suspect it had something to do with that. Or, yeah, I suppose there could have been a button that, like, quickly swept it over. I just don't know that that didn't look thick enough to carry, like, there were, like,
0: 20 or 30 options there. Yeah. Also, real magic. Real magic, Yeah. yeah. Also, I... Can you imagine your day in high school when, like, this tiny camera crew rolls up to the front of your high school and then, like, everybody gets in line in the auditorium to audition to go outside and have magic done at them? Mm hmm. That, I mean, he might as well have called this have, have magic done at you. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, um, I, I can't imagine that. Uh,
0: magic for Susans of the card trick.
1: I don't think either of those people were named Susan.
0: <laughs> okay, you be him. Okay. And I'll be Susan. Okay and I'll this will be like one of the like first nine takes. So you start it. What for the magic trick? Yeah. So hey. you start the segment.
1: Hey Susan, I'm gonna do some magic at you.
0: No, like what he says on the show. So pretend I'm like this, this is magic for Susan's. And then he's like, hey, what's your name? Did he say that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like each time. You're asking me to
1: reenact something I don't remember, even though I watched it two days ago. All right. All right. Uh, Okay. So, mm. hi, this is Magic for Susan. What's your name? Christy. All right. Let's try that again. Hi, this is Magic for Susans. What's your name? Christy. One more time. Hi, this is Magic for Susans.
0: What's your name? Susan. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, uh, he tears up the card, and he puts it in her purse.
1: Yeah, uh, the card, it's Sled Hand. The card was a push, which means that he basically forced her to pick it. He had already planted that somehow. I don't know how he planted it in her purse. That easily could have just been dropped in while they're having a conversation.
0: Yeah. Uh, how about the Mary Poppins backpack?
1: That I have no fucking clue. That's where I think camera tricks, because it's not that I don't think that he couldn't find a way to pull something way too big out of a a backpack, it's that I don't think he could do that um, at will. Like, if somebody says fun, he's like, all right, I'll pull out a big bong.
0: Right. Um, well, my own explanation is real magic for that one.
1: Okay. Well, agree and disagree.
0: All right. <laughs> the
1: gross pro um, he. This is why I really think this is gross, because this is how I think he did it. I think he swallowed all of those ingredients, and he has like the most refined stomach, and that he can selectively regurgitate um, because he's a lizard person. I don't know if I've explained this theory yet. <laughs> um And lizard people can clearly selectively regurgitate, and so he's like regurgitating this back up, and then spitting it onto there. How do you keep it separated in your belly? Like you got like sprinkles in the hot fudge. Yeah, I mean there were like nine, ten ingredients. He's, I mean, lizard people have nine or ten stomachs. I can't remember which.
0: Oh, so my theory was, uh, you just keep it like in your butt, mm-hmm. and then you just like uh have different like
1: different butts for a <laughs>
0: no, you have different places on your butt that you press to recall like hot butt. Much...
1: The only problem with that is that it's a well-known fact that lizard people don't have butts.
0: So you think he's a lizard person? I mean, I know he is. What is this? Okay. Can we get real
1: right (laughs) now? Hold on. Before we even get started on that, I'm always
0: real. Continue. Okay. Is this podcast about to turn into a a magician Mm. conspiracy theory podcast? No, it's not about... We talk about uh, different conspiracy theories about... Magicians?
1: No, just the one. Justin Willman is a lizard person. Uh huh. And? And David Copperfield.
0: Kidnapped the Statue of Liberty. Liberty and, and the <laughs>
1: Statue of Liberty that's out there now is not real. Yeah. And do you think that 9 11 was like. <laughs> stop! <"Okay."> stop!
0: <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, uh,
1: but like this is this is in good taste, I promise. Okay,
0: go <laughs> no, on. No, <laughs>
1: no, you weren't actually supposed to let me go on.
0: <laughs> Chris Angel mm-hmm. is a demon, and no. He, no, no, he's a demon. Yeah, and he's gonna be like he's trying to disguise himself, but he's like, how do I make sure they don't think I'm a demon? What do I call myself, Chris Angel?
1: I'm not sure what Chris Angel's demonic heritage has to do with Justin Wilman being a lizard person.
0: No, this is a new conspiracy theory.
1: Oh, so we are turning this into a just <laughs> conspiracy theory podcast. Okay, sorry i I'm I'm still not great at yes ending. So
0: <laughs> and then goat yoga, camera tricks. Also, goats are magic. <laughs> All right, I think. I think that does it for this episode of Conspiracy Magic.
1: Blizzard. Yep.
0: Hashtag, what's the hashtag for the David? Hashtag David David Copperfield Copperfield
1: Statue of Liberty Dungeon.
0: Hashtag David, that's a mouthful. You're not going to be able
1: to tweet literally, like there's not, you're not going to put any other characters before it because I'm pretty sure it uses all of them.
0: David Copperfield Statue of Liberty Dungeon. Yes. All right, I'm tweeting it right now. Got it. Live. While the podcast is still going. Okay. It's been done. What?
1: It's been done. I tweeted it just now.
0: Oh, I thought you were telling me it's been done before. No. Who no. are these people?
1: Lizard people. We
0: <laughs> Should we go to Las Vegas? Go to a David Copperfield show? And free the Statue of Liberty? And, like, uh, confront him?
1: When I typed in da- hashtag David Copperfield, seeing as how that's the first part of it, there was no hashtag David Copperfield. There was a hashtag David Cassidy. So uh-huh. somehow David Cassidy is more relevant to today's youths than David Copperfield, and I think that's a fucking travesty.
0: David Copperfield at D Copperfield. Is this him? Yes, found him. Whew. All right. Um, What's your What's your handle? Now's a good time to plug it.
1: I don't know that there's anything to plug there. Um, it's just ER Schmid
0: 83. All right. I'm going to stop uh, recording now. And that's the episode. Listen to us next time when we will watch... Fuck. I should have thought of that. You said you were going to think of that. I
1: definitely did. Um, We are going to watch... Fuck. You put me on the spot, man. Um, I didn't realize that. good. Yeah, I didn't realize. Like, I didn't even think. I had this thought. I had the thought like, yeah, we'll say on the show what we're going to watch next time. And then it'll be cool. But then I thought, well, Netflix sends me emails all the time. I'm going to find the first email that Netflix sends me. The last email that I got from Netflix was for the new Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. And you would already watched an episode of that. I watched are you, one episode of it. Are you down with doing that one, or do I need to go back further?
0: No, no, we can do that one. Okay, because yeah. I'm
1: actually interested in that one, so...
0: All right. We'll do that. We'll do it. All right. So, that was the episode. Let's do this next week. <laughs> when we... When we watch Sabrina... the No, no
1: Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I think.
0: The Teenage called.
1: Witch. No, I don't think the Teenage Witch...
0: We will see more magicians doing more magic at people. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk.